You're listening to Moody Radio 89.3, and this is Mornings with Eric and Bridget. Well, in a world of global communications, 24-7 news cycles, there is no shortage of anxiety-inducing circumstances. And it's really not an overstatement to say the entire world is worried. That's why when this book came out a few years ago, we knew it was important then, it's important as ever now. The book is How to Overcome Worry, Experiencing the Peace of God in Every Situation. And the author is joining us, Dr. Winfred Neely, who's professor of hermeneutics, homiletics, and pastoral studies at Moody Bible Institute. Dr. Neely, thank you so much for joining us. Well, good morning, Bridget. Good morning, Eric. Very, very glad to be with you this morning. Yeah, you know, when we were looking, what should our next book be for the book club? We were discussing numerous uh, books, and then we, we ran to this one. It's seven years old, but boy, it's still relevant. Why is it still relevant for us <laughs> after seven years? Well, I... I think it's uh, it's an ongoing <clears throat> problem of the human condition, um, you know, in a fallen world. And, you know, even though we may be very familiar with Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and 8, uh, the passage on which uh, my book is primarily based, uh, we are prone to wonder, and we... we can come down with what I call what Christian amnesia and forget as we are going through life and going through the different changes of life and experience and we slip into anxiety, we can actually forget that the Spirit of God has a remedy. So we not only need to be informed, we need to be reminded really constantly that God has a biblical to anxiety. Uh, and worry because there's oh, there's something that happens almost every day that can plunge one into the sea of anxiety. We need to remember that there is a biblically based solution to dealing with uh, worry, which is a constant part of the human experience in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And you say there's actually a difference between concern and worry. What what is that difference? Mm-hmm. Well. Well, let me preface it by saying the difference is very, very important. You know, you know, when the Bible says do not be anxious about anything, some well-meaning Christians construe that passage to mean that this is a call to indifference, that we can be apathetic about life. Well, that's not what the passage is teaching. We are to be concerned. Healthy concerned is facing life as it is, responding to circumstances and wisdom, and realizing that we are not dealing with life in our own strength and under our own terms, but in the power of the Spirit based on the Word of God. So healthy concern faces life with a healthy dose of realism. This is not a call to become or suggest and put our heads in the sand and act as if problems do not exist. You know, they do. But the issue is we do not have to sink into sinful self-reliance and assume that we alone are responsible for dealing with life's problems. See, that's worry. And the good news is, is that God is with us. He will give us grace to deal with and face wisely any situation that emerges in life. 
You know, when worry, when when I'm worried about something, when I'm anxious about something, I start to try to solve it in my own power, and I start digging a hole for myself. And before I know it, I'm down a path where, okay, now I've done something that I regret. That you, you almost lose track of your thoughts sometimes when you get so anxious about things, don't you? Yeah, you do. And if I can say, men, 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 males are fixers. Yes, we we want to we want to fix stuff. So and 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 so, yeah, but we have to understand that we have to be prayerful. We have to be reliant upon God, and you know, and 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 understand what needs to be done, and and do that. Uh, understanding that grace will give us strength to do whatever is required. I mean, you think of older people that are, I mean, people that are, that are getting older now, you know, every season of life brings with it its own challenges. What, what do you do with the dementia? Mm. What, what, what do you do with the prostate cancer diagnosis? What do you do with the radiation treatments? Uh, what do you do when uh, one of your adult children uh, when their marriage literally has gone south and you look up and you have a son-in-law or a daughter-in-law that you don't even recognize, then what happens is that we can, we can uh, try to start figuring stuff out and working stuff out and doing stuff in our own strength and literally forget that the wisest way to approach any situation is in the power of the Spirit with what some person has called almost Olympic calm in the power of the Spirit as we deal with these things. Otherwise, if we slip into simple self-reliance and worry, we'll have a tendency to say things that we don't mean to say. Uh, we may take steps that have you know dire consequences, or we can just become bitter and jaded. You know, so we do need, we, Philippians um, 6, do not be anxious about anything, is, uh, is, is great, 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 great good news, and we need to, to recognize that. Yeah, let's dive into it a little bit more here. We're talking with Dr. Neely, who's the author of our next book club selection, How to Overcome Worry. And the book is based on Philippians 4, 6 through 8. And you say here, there are three things that we can do today. When today we're at lunch or we're at work and thoughts start to invade our mind that begin to cause us to worry, what are three things that we can do that you talk about in your book and that's also based on this scripture passage? Well, I, 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 I think we need, we need to ask ourselves, okay, remind ourselves, okay, I'm doing this in my own strength, and I need to stop right now. And stop, stopping, when it says uh, do not be anxious about anything, the idea is to stop the action of worry that is already in place. Meaning that uh, Christians, even Christians who are mature in faith and who walk with God for years, are not exempt from the experience of worry. But when we recognize, when we pause, when we take time out, take a deep breath, and realize I'm in the process of worrying, we stop that process by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, we stop. And then we, we pray. 
Now, this also presupposes that we ha- we are thinking about the situation. We've given it some thought. You know, it, a lot of times we do not take time to actually reflect on what we're going through before the Lord. We're just kind of in autopilot going through life. Stop, reflect, think for a few minutes, and ask and think, okay, what do I need from God in these circumstances? And we, you know, we ask him, you know, let your requests be made known to God. Now, it, it, it doesn't mean that he doesn't know. He knows all things, past, present, future, potential, probable, from all eternity in an instant. The idea is he wants us to wants us to trust him, wants us to fellowship with him. He wants us to bring what's troubling us to him, uh, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Requests, things that I have thought out before the Lord, and I would like for God to intervene in this particular area. And then we can expect peace. (laughs) He may or may not solve the problem. We can certainly expect peace in the midst of it all. And peace, the peace of God is so very, very important because this is what keeps us from going crazy, Hmm. keeps us from losing our mind. I remember I I was in chapel at Moody Bible Institute, almost a couple of thousand people in here, many, many undergraduates, and said that it's only by the grace of God that most of us hasn't go, haven't gone crazy, and the whole place burst out on applause. You know, because, you know, life is hard sometimes, and we feel like we're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. But the peace of God will keep keep our hearts and our minds. You know, I think the problem, though, is a word, it's towards the end of the book, you talk about prayers of surrender. That word surrender is a problem. We we don't want to give up control, do we? We sure don't. It's scary. Yes. Uh, it's scary. I don't, I, I, it's not normal to give up control. Eve, listen, um, I, the where I live on the south side of Chicago I park my car in a certain place because I want to have control of the parking spot. I mean, it's crazy, <laughs> right? You know, and so, yeah, we, and, and see, having that sense of, uh, a sense of control gives us a sense of security. It, you know, we, 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 we feel like we, we've got, you know, got the matter in hand when, in fact, we are not in control of anything. The only person who is in control is God. So we have to think theologically about that and release and surrender our situations to God. And knowing that uh, he's wise, that he's good, asking him, what can I learn in the midst of all this? Please give me wisdom to navigate this well. Help me not to blow it. And yet I'm very, very concerned about it, too. You see, we're, we're looking at it for what it really, really is and asking God for grace and help and strength to navigate whatever occurs in life. Well, your title of how to overcome worry means this maybe is something that we can do. I mean, is it possible to truly get to a place, you think, where we no longer worry or no longer become anxious? I mean, just when you take a look at the world around us, the opportunities for worry never cease. But is it really possible to overcome this struggle? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> 
in fact, uh, there was uh, a student, um, a wonderful person, a fair, fair, mature woman, in our clinical mental health counseling program. And she read the book and she looked at me and she says, Dr. Neely, now that you've written the book, do you still get worried? <laughs> and I told her, I do. I do. Uh, but the issue is I know how to get out of the worry morass. So, it's, so I don't think, I really do not think that we will ever be exempt from the experience of worry in this life. The issue is what we do with it when it, we do experience it. Uh, do not be anxious about anything. In other words, stop. Pray and expect. Because as I mentioned in the book, every season of life will bring with it its own emotional roller coasters. Every season of life will. And we're going to have to trust God. I mean, even even as, I, as, as I'm aging now, I, I think about death from time to time. My time is coming. I was at a funeral the other day, yesterday, a couple of days ago. My time is coming. It's so strange. It's so weird. It's a part of, it's, fall, it's, fall, it's fallen. See, someone said, we're not used to saying goodbye. Somebody told me the other day, saying goodbye is not even normal. And when and its sting is prophetic. You see, we, we live in a fallen world. And so um, we trust God when we face these things and we um, experience his sanctifying power and grace. We may have to have a hard conversation with somebody. You know, I'm an administrator. I'm a, uh, you know, I've been at Moody for 23 years, and, and I've been serving as dean of the seminary for the last four years. This is an interesting job, and I had to have a conversation with someone the other day, a couple of weeks ago, and it, it was going to be, it wasn't going to be an easy conversation. And as leaders, we have to have those conversations. I was worried out of my wits. I was worried. And I was scared. I'm being honest with you. And I went in the bathroom and I looked at God and said, God, I have to have this conversation. I'm a leader. I have to face the music as a leader. I'm deeply worried about this and I'm terrified. And I pray, you know what God said to me? He says nothing. <laughs> he says nothing. And and I thought and I thought to myself, Winfred. He just, I just sit on the spirit, just take the step. And so sometimes, sometimes even when you find yourself, a part of stopping is just doing what you have to do by the grace of God. And when I stepped into the moment, all of the fear and worry evaporated. And as a consequence, I felt that I was stronger coming out of that meeting. It did something to me, put more steel in me. And this is why God allows us to go through these processes and difficulties in life. He really, really cares for us. And they are his way of making us more like Christ, strengthening our faith muscles and developing us as men and women um, so that we mirror Christ more and more as we go through this life. So, no, we I don't think we will ever come to the point where we can actually say, I don't worry anymore. But we can come to the point where and ought to come to the point where we can say, 
when worry comes into my life, I have a biblical strategy for uh, negotiating it. Just like it, it's a, really is a form of temptation. Mm-hmm. We will not be exempt from temptation in this life, right? But the scripture provides us with a way to get out of it. Well, I think the Apostle Paul also probably looked back and said, what did I write to the Philippians again? Oh, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't be worrying about this. I need to go to <laughs> prayer. We would love for you to get this book, How to Overcome Worry by Dr. Winford Neely. It is a great resource that you're going to refer back to. Just the fact that there is, a, back in the back of the book, uh, just some key ways to pray and some scripture verses that we can rest in. That alone is great, but the rest of the book is going to help us get to that point that we're going to prayer, that we're going to scripture. Dr. Neely, thank you for your time this morning. We do appreciate the resource and your uh, your honesty as we talk about it. It's my, it's my privilege and pleasure. God bless you both.